morning, it's Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru here on the Zone Sports Network, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm Austin Horton, back for another week of car talk and nonsense and nonsense. whatever. Lots of nonsense going on. Especially when you're here, George. Oh, especially. I love the nonsense. <laughs> hey, he's George Roska, general sales manager of the Midtown store uh, at 3535 South State. Also check Mark Miller Subaru Southtown out at 10920 South State in Sandy. Producing for us today is Eric Jensen and your phone calls at 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. Give you a poll question here in a moment for why to call. But everyone that calls in today and shares a story, a comment, a question, a complaint, a, a compliment, anything you share with us today, you're entered into the drawing at the end of the show, and we'd love to send you to the movies. I love going to the movies, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no better way to waste your time but not feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and you get to talk like it's and, and, and you get to do something with the family mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, you're not being selfish about getting to do what you want, but at the same time you do. So it's it, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, and then you can talk about it with everyone at work or yeah. wherever the rest of the week cuz it's like it's the world's favorite pastime is going to the movies. Yeah, so. go go spend some time with the kids, take them to a movie before they start school and uh, yeah, we'll do a four pack of VIP movie passes for that. So call in 855-340-ZONE, and you'll be entered to win those passes. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since I saw you, George. We both decided that we weren't hot enough here. I know. So we went on a little excursion down to the surface of the sun at no. the bottom of Utah. We didn't intend to go at the same, but I got jealous after I heard <laughs> you were going. So I was like, man, I want to go bake in the sun, too. <laughs> but I, I went a little bit further north of where you were. I went to just uh, outside of Cedar City, Duck Creek Village, a little uh, awesome place up at about 7,000, 8,000 feet. And it was nice and cool up there. Which I've only ever seen pictures and video from Duck Creek. I've never been there myself. It's such a scenic drive. Yeah. And then you're so close to Bryce Canyon, to Zions. We, we drove through both um, after. You? Yeah, we did a little hike. Um, we had our dog with us. We didn't go into the park with our dog. But um, afterwards, we just drove around, and it was just it was just gorgeous. Uh, so you went to Duck Creek, where it was, you know, 90s. Yeah, 90s and then 50s at night. So you definitely yes. needed a jacket yeah, you as you were making the fire outside. It was <laughs> A fire, yeah. That, if someone had built a fire where I was, there would have uh, been some words exchanged because... I felt like I was on fire, but it was fun to get away and uh, always fun to explore this great state of ours. So uh, glad we got that done, but glad to be back live on air today for Utah Car Sense. All right, got a lot to talk about today, uh, including uh, a lawsuit involving Tesla. We've got stolen cars on the docket, not to mention uh, the differences between all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. There's some myths, there's some truths. Yeah, Got to get the differences there. But before we go any further, as the show was beginning, as I often do, I just go to your website, markmillersubaru.com, to just see what's going on and check out the stuff going on. And there's a rotating banner of a 2019 Subaru Outback 2.5i, leasing that for 39 months for two eighty four seventy one per month out the door. Yeah, includes tax, title, license, all dealer fees. We don't charge that many anyway, but... Um, it's it's a great deal right now to to lease the 2019 <laughs> Outback. We have the 2020s coming out, right? Sure. So Subaru does need to put a little bit of an incentive on the 19s to to, to move them out before the 20s start hitting because we're only about a month away from that. So, um, but man, I have, I'm driving a 19 right now, and the 19 is such an awesome car. It is by no means a step down from the 20. The, the 20 is a little bit nicer, a little bit of an evolutionary um, in, in the interior. The exterior is pretty close as far as how it looks, um, but the 19 drives awesome. And it's not it's not like you're not getting nice features with that. You're getting standard eyesight. You're, you're getting all the safety, um, the, the, the ground clearance, everything that comes with the Outback. Um, it, it's going to be a great car for you if you need a, a cheap uh, lease to drive around. So that is, And I hear all the time from people who want to get into the Subaru world but they sometimes feel like they can't quite afford it or like uh, they don't exactly have the selection. But all I ever hear about is Outback, Outback, Outback. I want an Outback. I want an Outback. Well, here you are. Yeah. Here's a gift 
Yeah. Under 300 a month. <laughs> I know. Where do you hear that? Under you 300 don't. a month for a new Outback. It's it's pretty rare. You guys aren't but making any money. I now is promise. the time. And, <laughs> um, but they're, they're flying off the, the shelves. I mean, we're, we're probably going to sell about 60 of them this month. We're probably going to run out at the end of the month of the 19s. So this deal is not going to last, you know, forever. Um, the, the, the 20s are great, but they're going to be a little bit more, um, you know, when they first come out. So. Definitely a great opportunity. I know someone uh, listening right now has probably been wanting to get uh, into the crossover game or the SUV game and wants uh, some more cargo space, but also wants the kids to be safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. And that's yeah. get on down right now before well, it's And too we always late. talk about giving you options. If if leasing isn't you know the best way for you to buy a car, which it isn't for everybody, um, Subaru's offering a lot of other incentives as well. So we have 2250 cash back rebate if you if you just pay cash for the car or if you finance it through any other source other than Subaru they'll give you 2250 rebate mm-hmm. um, they also have 1.9 financing for 72 months it's it, it's a great time to buy lease pay cash whatever whatever it is you're looking to do if you need an outback that's amazing so get on in there uh, the midtown or Southtown store uh, before it's too late and also just go test drive something uh, with you guys yeah there's Literally no pressure at Mark Miller Subaru. You can go and use them if you want to test drive the vehicles. And if you don't like the prices, it's promised price there. So there's no haggling. There's no negotiation. Yeah. But you guys will help a customer even if they don't end up buying with you. Well, and if you're not even that close to you know making your buying decision and you're still kind of thinking about it, remember we have the rental car program. You don't even have to test drive one. Come rent one for a week. That's um, a, go, even a better idea. Go do a road trip to Duck Creek Village yes. in an Outback. I, I promise <laughs> you, you're going to have a great time. It's going to be a, a blast for the whole family. But um, no, it, it, and, and we can even apply that rental to, to the purchase price. So we make it real easy for everybody. Like you said, no pressure. Come on down, test drive one, rent one if you want for a week. Um, just come check them out. You'll, you'll fall in love as soon as you sit down. So what else is going on down there at Mark Miller Subaru right now? You mentioned the 2020s are rolling in. 2020s are rolling in. We can order them now. So um, we're going to get about five that we're going to get at the end of this month. So the few early adopters, you're going to start seeing them around the valley. Um, And after that, we're going to get the remainder, probably another 30 to 40 um, coming in September. So so they're going to be in pretty limited supply. These are the Outback? Yeah, these are the Outback and Legacy. legacy. Yeah, the 2020s. They're going to be kind of the first wave of of redesigns coming from Subaru right now with with the Legacy and Outback. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty short supply, probably until about October or so. Um, and then you'll start seeing them pretty, pretty available on the showrooms and, uh, and on the lot. With that global platform, uh, way that, that they're being built now, is the legacy also on? Legacy's on, um, also the Outback is on that, Impreza, Crosstrek, Forester, Ascent. We now basically have everything except for the WRX, um, and the it's BRZ. It's a different animal. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. yeah, sports cars tend to require a little bit different, stiffer, you know, frames, but eventually you're going to see those move over too. Really? Um, I don't know about the BRZ. They're still talking about, you know, refreshing that, but yeah, you've now got pretty much the whole Subaru lineup on that global platform. And I, I know it sounds, you know, something you, you don't really know what that is, global platform. What that means to you is the car is going to be quieter. Um, it's going to be right smoother. Um, it's going to have less flex in the body, less body roll. It's just going to be nicer to drive overall. So it's it's a good thing for everybody. It, it means the cars are all made on the same machinery, right? Uh, car yes. after car after car. Yeah, yeah. There's no stopping. Okay, now we have to retool to build the legacies. Then retool to build the Foresters. They still make them on different lines. They they have the Foresters in Japan, the the Legacy Outback, Impreza here in Indiana. Um, but you, yeah, you don't have to go from a Legacy to to an Outback to Impreza. They can they can make them all on the same lines, and it's pretty cool if you if you watch some of the videos from the factory. I might, I, I need to take the time to do that. That'd be interesting to watch. Do you ever watch uh, Mr. Rogers growing up? You know, I miss that. What? I'm sorry. How? I'm like, a little bit. This guy. <laughs> Why? Well, I'm not from here originally, remember? But he was an international thing. Not really. Really? Yeah, not really. But you're from uh, Romania? Yeah, I'm from Romania originally. They didn't have Mr. Yeah. Rogers' Neighborhood They did Romania. not have Mr. Rogers, and yeah, they had the Soviet version of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Comrade Rogers? <laughs> yeah, Comrade Rogers. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a little bit different, but... Well, um, you're yeah. familiar with Picture Picture? Oh, yeah, no, I know, I know okay. who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he puts on, he puts in a little uh, film reel into the the picture frame, and you watch a how it's made uh-huh. documentary. 
that's what I, when I think of, I need to go look at the global platform. I think of, think of a that picture, and, picture. Yeah. Well, they actually had that. It was pretty cool. When we went to the training in, uh, um, in Vegas, they had a cutout of the, the global platform. And you really got to see how it was built, how all the pieces kind of tied in together, where the high strength steel came, where they used uh, lower weight, um, you know, more modern materials. And it, w- it was really cool. I wish we could uh, have something like that in our showroom to show people. It's uh, Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Your phone calls today at 855-340-ZONE. He's George Roska. I'm Austin Horton. Let's start here today, George. The most frequently stolen vehicles, I think this is in America, yes. Most frequently stolen vehicles uh, in America. And they find that crooks like muscle cars hmm. a you, whole lot. You want to get away fast if you mm-hmm. steal a car. And you want you want it to be cool. Yeah, I mean the type of person that's going to steal a car, I don't <laughs> think is going to be like, "Hey, that minivan there looks nice. I'm sure going to go." I'm going to lift the old <laughs> yeah. Honda Odyssey off. Yeah, you. yeah, you know. So. And this is not volume. This is not the most stolen, but most frequently stolen. Okay, so <laughs> Honda Odyssey is a fine vehicle. Yeah, I'm not sure. dogging the Honda Odyssey. I just don't think it's on the most stolen vehicle list. Not a quick getaway. <laughs> uh, the uh, it says here the Dodge Charger. Hemi and Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat took the top spots on the Highway Lost Data Institute's most frequently stolen car list for the 2016 to 18 model year. So, th- so that's the other qualifier. These are just 2016 to 2018 model years. Okay. These are the most frequently stolen. So these stolen. are newer cars. Then. Yes. Uh, the V8-powered muscle cars were five times more likely to be stolen than your average 16 to 18 model. The Dodge Brothers were followed by the Infiniti QX50, QX80, and GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab, while the rest of the top 20 was dominated by pickup trucks, SUVs, and performance cars. All told, six Dodge models were represented on the list. So... How do you steal a car these days? It's not like you go in and you, you hotwire it or you jam a screwdriver in the ignition like in the old days. And mm-hmm. I mean, they've got chips. They've got all sorts of anti-theft devices in these cars. And I mean, are the people just leaving the key fob in the uh, in, in the ignition, in the cup holder? Is that what's going on here? The- I'll tell you, my wife does that all the time. Yeah. And I'm ta- constantly telling her all the time, you're going to get your car you're stolen. You're going to get your car stolen. Somebody's just going to walk up be like, hey, look at this. It's a good free ride. So yeah, uh, go drive Uber for a couple hours. That's <laughs> right. Make a few bucks. No, but that's a, it's either that, people, because now you don't have to put your key in, take your key out, yeah, keep it's your all, key with you. Well, and I, I know from you know work where I praise a lot of cars, a lot of people just leave their smart key fobs somewhere, hidden somewhere in the car where... It doesn't, you know, you can why? still start it. It just presses that button. And, right, yeah. sure. So why, why why, risk that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Convenience, I guess. But No. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little thing. Put yeah, your, yeah, put it in your pocket. pocket like, and yeah. Put it in your wallet, but your I don't, purse. I don't know how cars are stolen these days other than yeah. that. Like, I guess you can technically hack into some cars. You could, yeah. I've, I've heard of that. And I, I was trying to look it up and see which car it was. I know that there was one car that you could steal by taking out the fuse box and then taking one of the fuses and jamming it in backwards, and then the car would just fire up when you did that. But I, I can't find which car it was. <laughs> it's just, yeah. They, yeah. When you told me that, I thought, how did somebody figure that one out? <laughs> Lots of trial and error. Oh, it had to be, yeah. No, probably what it was. Somebody just put the fuse box in wrong, and they were like, uh, oh, my car started up. Well, look at that. Look at that. And you know, I've just, and, and then they got into a world of crime. Right. <laughs> they quit their job and became a car thief. Uh, on the other end of it, the rear-wheel drive BMW 3 Series sedan barely registered as the least stolen car with just one theft reported during the period looked at, despite it accounting for about half of the 3 Series sales. Wow. Second and third from the bottom were the all-wheel drive versions of the Tesla S and X, which HDLI said was likely due to their need to be plugged into a charger, which is often located inside of a garage that is Makes most sense. likely yeah. secure. If you're going to have your, your car garaged, it's less likely to get stolen. The Cadillac Escalade used to be one of the most stolen vehicles. It didn't land, It didn't show up on the list for the first time since 2015. Uh, here's the top 20. If you have one of these cars, you uh, have one of the most frequently stolen cars from 16 to 18. Dodge Charger Hemi, Challenger SRT Hellcat, Infiniti uh, Q5, Q50 four-door QX80, GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab, the Dodge Challenger, the Nissan Maxima midsize four-door four door car. 
There's probably quite a few people listening to the show that have that. Yeah, I was going to say, these are top sellers. (laughs) The Chevy Silverado 1500 Crew Cab. Chrysler 300 four-wheel drive, Mercedes-Benz S-Class, Dodger, Dodge Charger four-wheel drive, Durango four-wheel drive. They're, I didn't know they were still making Dodge Durangos. I think so, yeah. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> I'm good not, I'm not for you if you have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Land Rover, Range Rover, Chevrolet, Chevrolet Silverado 15R Crew Cab four-wheel drive, Dodge Charger large four-door car, Nissan Titan Crew Cab short bed, Silverado 1500, GMC 15R Crew Cab four-wheel drive, and then the final two are the Audi A7 four-wheel drive and the Infiniti QX80 four-wheel drive. So if that's one of your cars, one of the most frequently stolen cars from 16 to 18. But that launches our poll question for the week. 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Have you or anyone you know ever experienced having a car stolen? We want to hear your story. 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Everyone that calls in and shares with us today is entered to win that four-pack of movie passes. Uh, you had, George, have you ever had a car stolen? Not personally, but I've had a friend had a, had a car stolen just right out in front of his house. Here um, in Utah? Here in Utah. It, it was back in the late 90s. And We're talking screwdriver days. Screwdriver days. Oh, yeah. Window busted out. Screwdriver, you know, who knows crime spree was committed and then car dumped somewhere so that's the thing yeah. is most often you'll find a stolen vehicle a few days later if you find it at all yeah a few days a few weeks later abandoned somewhere completely stripped yeah and well we've had cars stolen at work you know we have a lot of cars and it doesn't happen very often but it's happened once or twice since i worked there how do you steal a car from a dealership um test drive it and don't return but then you've got their, their info. No, we've had just one person just kind of walked around, kind of kept an eye on things, grabbed keys off a desk, and then found oh. the car later and, and took it. Um, and, and that one was bad because that, that ended up, they cooked meth in it and oh. all sorts of stuff. We ended, the car ended up getting totaled. Um, so that, that was a pretty bad, bad story. But, I mean, this stuff happens. It's People do all sorts of horrible things. And, yeah. Uh, so if you uh, if you or someone you know had a car stolen, we'd love to hear your story. 855-340-ZONE is the phone number, 855-340-ZONE. And just like that, we've got a couple calls rolling in. We'll start uh, – oh, i got to fix this here real quick. This I always get tricked by this thing. I know, huh? Let's do this again. <laughs> Dave is on line one. Good morning, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave, you there? Uh, are you talking to me? Drake. I read Dave. It's Drake. That's my bad. <laughs> Drake, yeah. I saw your last name, so, which I won't say on air, and my brain filled oh, in your good. first name as Dave, not Drake. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, this was in high school, actually. Uh, I think I was a junior, and I went to work, and I was working the night. Well, not the night shift, but, like, the late, whatever. I was getting off at 1030, and... I walk out to go to my car, and it's gone. And it was just a 92 Honda Accord, just something cheap. And so I go out to find my car, and it's just completely gone. And the previous night, I had asked a girl to prom, and I thought this was, like, her weird way of answering me. <laughs> right. Steal your like, car. maybe she had gone to my... What's that? Yeah, she was going to steal your car. Fill it with <laughs> balloons or something <laughs> stupid, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Like, she had called my mom and got my keys or something. Sure. So I called my parents, and I'm like, hey, um, sort of did so-and-so answer me back to prom because my car's gone and my mom was super confused she's like no nobody nobody took your car and i was like okay well my car's not here oh my gosh. and so i was like well did so-and-so answer me back and she had answered me back at home but it had nothing to do with my car so anyway we uh called the police whatever they came and wrote a report up and a few days later i got a call and they had found my car just parked on the side of the road in Sandy, and it was just completely stripped. Like, I had a nice stereo and everything in it, but somebody obviously knew my work schedule and what was in my car and when I would be done and everything. So, man. anyway. So you feel someone cased you or knew you personally. That You never found out who stole the car? Never found out. Um, I actually, like, sold the car a couple weeks later. It just, like, it didn't appeal to me to keep the car anymore because I was so violated. Right. So I just got rid of it as soon as I could, you know? Yeah, no, that happens a lot after. No, that's, that's a bummer. They they never found out who did it. 
Thanks for uh, sharing your story with us, Drake, and glad it wasn't anything worse than that, yeah, although that's, that's pretty, pretty bad. bad. yeah. But I wonder how often people do end up selling their car after if I it would, were stolen, even if it were returned intact. I would feel like Drake felt. Yeah, like, I think that's pretty, pretty Someone normal. else has been doing things in my car now. Yeah, I don't, you don't know where it's been. And <laughs> exactly. You don't keep a motel room. No. You turn no, it over yeah, when you're done yeah, with it. Yeah, you get rid of that you know. car. You, you get another one. Uh, 855-340-Zone. Thank you, Drake. Drake's entered to win those movie passes. As will be Corbin, who's online too. Good morning, Corbin. Hey, Corbin. Good morning. How are we doing? We're great. What story can you tell us, sir? So about eight months back, it was actually my brother-in-law took his uh, Chevy Suburban to be fixed, and the mechanic turned it on, went around, opened up his shop, and when he came back, the car was gone. Oh, my God. And there was basically someone who was sitting outside of the, uh, it out. the shop there, just waiting for someone to turn on a car and leave. Oh, yeah. And uh, so two minutes, it was gone. Long story short, they thought the car was gone about a week later. They found it in Eli, Nevada with like a kitchen in the back. Whoever stole it had like soup cans and all sorts of stuff. They were living in it. the back there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Was it, was it still in working order when they found it? Sorry, one more time. Did the car still work? Did it still drive when they oh, found yeah. it? So they kept the so car. The last call, they talked about, you know, do we sell it? What do we do? Because they have a couple kids, and they're like, we have no idea where this car has been. Yeah. The insurance paid to detail it and do all that stuff, and to this day, they still have it. So really? we're fine. Wow. Yeah. They, that's a, that is really interesting. And how long ago was this? It was probably about eight months ago. Okay, so, so they've, recently, they've been yeah. driving it for another, like, uh, it's been like I said, about a year, eight months. Wow! So, well, that's cool that the yeah, insurance. I mean, I guess if it wasn't it. damaged and it got a detail, then it wasn't. You but know, they never found out who stole it. So they did, and okay. they found out this dude kind of had a record of this. And mm. um, I mean, I don't know whatever happened to him, but this was like the third or so car he'd he'd stolen. And I don't know if he had like all three piled up there in Eli, Nevada, but <laughs> he just didn't want to take the Greyhound out. He would just steal a car and drive home. <laughs> right. I don't know. Oh, but, Corbin. I mean, they were ready to go buy something new, but it all worked out. So yeah. Thanks for oh. calling in. Thanks for sharing that story. Yeah, with glad us. to glad to hear it worked out and the car wasn't damaged. I guess some people don't trash him. I mean, he had soup cans and stuff in the back, so I guess he was just sleeping in it. But a lot worse than soup cans it, out there. That oh could, yeah, yeah. Could be there. Yeah. So. But I think a lot of cars get stolen like that. You know, somebody starts the car, they 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 leave it running, they run inside to go do something. And somebody's watching or, or has that, you know, opportunity to, to, to steal it or to commit that crime, and they, they go for it, and your car's gone. So It's a crime of opportunity. I mean, yeah. keep that in mind. I've heard stories where, you know, people will have their kids in their cars, and they'll be in their driveway, and they run inside to go t- turn off the stove or whatever it is, you know, go check something inside. And they run out, and I've heard the car being gone. And, I mean, luckily, this—, this was a story I heard from a friend of a friend. They had a Starlink type of system in the car. It wasn't a Subaru, but it had the GPS tracking, and they found it in 10 minutes. And Kid was fine? Kid was fine. Wow, yeah. how scary. But, yeah. that's uh, Just the other day, uh, I turned my car on. We were leaving, me and the baby, and got the baby in, turned the car on, the AC cranking, realized I hadn't locked the front door. Mm. Luckily, it's... I don't know, eight feet from where the car was inside of the car. Like I could yeah, still, you could still see. But, but I did. The thought through went through my mind. If I like, had to like go around a corner yeah. or or anything, yeah, you're out of sight. Hopefully, I would have the wherewithal to turn the car off, take the baby with me, go lock the door. I yeah. mean, it's inconvenient. Yeah, because you don't want to turn the car off and leave the baby inside when it's hot. And, exactly. You know, and, right. and but you don't want to leave it running, so it's it's tough. Yeah, think think about all these things and don't let a, a split second, you know, ruin your life there. And not ex- not exactly related, but it just came to mind. We were talking la- a couple weeks ago about uh, dangerous uh, heat levels in cars yeah. in the summertime. Now, when we need to still talk about that, because it's still sure. going to be. There was a, a young child that unfortunately died yesterday the, in Tennessee, I think, where that happened. But uh, the la- that news report we played a couple weeks ago of the woman whose car lock malfunctioned mm-hmm. and I she couldn't that. get the the door unlocked. I've started every time I get out of my car in the summer is unrolling the window. Yeah. As long as I'm not, you know, yeah. gone for a That's long time. That's a good time. idea. Yeah. So that if the door malfunctions or whatever, I just and reach just, in. Yep, reach so. in. You can still get in. Uh, to Talk Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru, 855-340-ZONE. 
you can call in, give us a question, a comment, a story, anything you got, and uh, you'll be entered to win the four-pack of movie passes, 855-340-ZONE. Drake and Corbin right now have a 50-50 shot, so call 855-340-ZONE and ruin their dreams. Well, maybe not. They still might win, but... Get your name in the hat by sharing with us today. Uh, still to come, Tesla being sued. Well, they're being sued a lot, but in a specific way that I want to talk about by one of their customers that I think uh, a lot of people might jump on board with this. Uh, also, uh, the uh, difference between all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, what do you need to know with the winter not fast approaching, but if you're looking for a car right now here in this state of Utah, you're going to want to know the difference between all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive for sure. That and more coming up next on Utah Car Sense. Welcome back, Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. I'm Austin Horton here with George Roska. Eric Jensen producing for us today, and your phone calls at 855-340-ZONE, talking about stolen cars. If you or anyone you know have had a car stolen, we'd like to hear the story, 855-340-ZONE, or really any other question, comment, or story you'd like to share with us today, and you'll be entered to win a four-pack of VIP Lounge movie passes from Megaplex Cedars and Mark Miller Subaru. Let's get back out to the phone lines, George, 855-340-ZONE. Uh, Connie is on line one. Good morning, Connie. Hey, Connie. Good morning. How are you? We're fine. Yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you. And what can we do for you? Hey, I just have a um, our stolen truck story, which is kind of a little unique one. <laughs> so uh, um, my husband worked at a company many years ago, and uh, one of his coworkers, we put our little our truck up for sale. And one of his coworkers was in need of a vehicle, and my husband, being a super nice guy, because some of the coworkers that he worked with were, I don't know, didn't have credit, couldn't go get accounts, didn't have things. So my husband, being the nice guy that he is, let this guy buy our truck from us just on a signed agreement for him so he didn't have to go get a loan didn't have to go do anything and just make monthly payments to my husband Mm. and so as the time came for the first payment to come and be made the guy doesn't show up to work anymore and the truck is gone we never got any money out of that truck he never showed up to work again and our truck is long gone oh my word and it never got (laughs) resolved Nope, never got resolved. We couldn't find him. We didn't know what happened. And so we just, so that's kind of a stolen vehicle, even though we know who took the vehicle. Oh, yeah. He it's... up and took off, and we've never seen our truck, never got one dime out of it. <laughs> yeah. So did Had you no guys... really recourse to go do anything with it. Did you guys file a police report, or did you? Do... We, we didn't, because my husband's a nice guy, and he said he needed it way more than we did. So Wow. Yeah. We, really didn't nice really, we didn't really pursue anything, but that's how. Had you I given really him had the a title at that point, or did you guys keep the title to the vehicle? Yeah, we. I yeah, I think we. I so I have really have no idea. We tried to you know search for him because he did obviously he didn't show up to work. He lost his job. They're trying to find him at work. You know, mm, doing uh, whatever. Just disappeared. For he a just truck. yeah, totally just took our truck and drove away into we don't know where. So you didn't owe anything on the truck at the time. No, though. it okay. was outright paid for. We were, but you know, we could have got some money selling it. You Obviously, know, so yeah, we yeah. just kind of made a donation to this guy and his family. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it sounds <laughs> it like. A, you, you really got rewarded there for your good deed. Donation. Uh, we we yeah. did. Yeah. But Connie, so when we were just yeah. ta- when you were just talking about your stolen vehicles, it just brought that back, and I thought, well, it really wasn't. I guess I guess it's technically stolen, but because well, yeah. we never got a dime out of it, and we have no it. idea where it went. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Thanks for calling in. A, a, a word of caution to those yeah, that might consider definitely. something similar. Definitely a unique. Sounds channel. like Connie's husband doesn't regret it because he feels like he, you <laughs> know, the guy needed it more, and he's a much better person than I am. Yeah, Connie's husband. Yeah, because uh, I would have, you know, definitely filed a police report. But but you you sometimes hear of these things. This was a coworker or or an employee. You hear of cousins or, or brothers-in-law or whatever, friend, close friends of the family 
you're like, okay, a handshake agreement, we'll work this out. That happens so much more often than you think. Just that... protect the relationship and do it the right way. Yeah. Not that they, no, I'm not criticizing Connie and her no, husband. No, no, I'm just I saying. They were, yeah, they're good for them for being good people and, you know, wanting to help. And I think that's, yeah. yeah. I know but someone recently who People like that get taken advantage of is the problem. Yeah. But. yeah. Someone recently went on a, a mission and sold their car to their girlfriend to mm-hmm. use while they were gone on their mission. Uh, but there was no agreement signed, no paper signed or anything like that. Just it got worked out. Okay, but you know the car went off to college. Yeah, and the people that owned the car didn't have the car anymore, and they started to get a little nervous. It all got worked out. But okay, just sounds. Don't be offended if your brother-in-law, father, whoever says, "Hey, sign this paper." Yeah, saying you're gonna pay me. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. You're just protecting yourself, and like you said, you're protecting the relationship. Which For sure, is much more important than one car. Or who kn- who knows how much money involved? But thank you, Connie. Appreciate it. Eight five five three four zero zone is the phone number. Back out to the phone lines. Uh, Jamie, you hold on just a moment. Ted is up next. Ted, good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you? Thanks for calling in. Uh, well, I've had two cars stolen. Oh boy. And uh, I have a, had a Chevy Metro that my kids used as their car to get to school. It had a stereo system that an older brother had put in it that was worth more than the car. And that was probably true the day it was purchased. But uh, uh, they, were used, they were going down to a local gym and working out, and somebody had gone through the lockers and found these keys and stole the Chevy, the Chevy Metro. Uh, a younger brother saw, saw the car going through town and knew that wasn't his brother in that car. And so he coerced somebody there at the, the restaurant to chase him. And so they started chasing him, and then they lost him. And they found the car about 10 days later down in Mesquite, and it had been rolled. Uh, tires were full of rocks, and it was just a mess. But they said the stereo was still in it, but my kid says, we don't want it. And we just left it down there and told the the storage facility down there that they could just keep the car and have it for salvage. Mm. The second car that was stolen was one day was a Monte Carlo. It had a 86 Chevy Monte Carlo Supersport with a T-top. It was a nice car. Yeah. And I went to go for a walk and decided I, I was going to run errands. And so I put the keys in the ignition. And then, then I decided to go for a walk. So I left and went for a walk. And a friend of mine picked me up and brought me back. And I said, that's funny. My car's not on the driveway anymore. I said, my neighbors must be pulling a joke on me again because they were always pulling jokes on me. And so I called my neighbors and I said, we, did, we wished we would have taken your car, but we didn't. <laughs> uh, we don't have, any, don't have any idea what happened to that car. So I called the police. They filed a report. And three months later, I got a call from the Salt Lake County Police Department. Uh, Salt Lake Police called me and says, we have your car if you want to come and get it. I says, well, good. I says, where did you find it? And he says, we knew where it was an hour after it was stolen. Huh? And he says, it was uh, stolen by some individuals who were under investigation uh, by the federal government, some drug problems. And uh, so it's been under surveillance now for close to three months. But that case has been closed. Your car's here. You want to oh, come wow. and get it? Oh, wow. And so-, uh, so I went up there, and the console was damaged. And the spare tire was missing. Well, my air conditioner was not working, and they'd repaired it. Well, <laughs> air conditioning was working what? great. They what to be responsible thieves. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to sweat <laughs> in their stolen vehicle. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's in- right. That's incredible. So the- a back seat, and a back seat full of disposable cameras and uh, other items. And so wow, I felt like I was made whole once again. For sure. <laughs> Hey, Ted, thanks for the call. Thanks for the stories. Wow. Glad that those that both a... worked out pretty well. Uh, the fact that, it, the George, the car... The, they knew where it was an hour later. But they, but they couldn't they, call they couldn't. No, Ted I mean, and be yeah. like, hey, we know where your car is, but can you not worry about it for a little for, while till yeah. we have all the evidence we, we need? finish this investigation. Sorry. You know, wow. But, that's amazing. Oh. Thank you, Ted. Yeah. Uh, hard to top that one, but please call 855-340-ZONE. Love to hear your stories. And Jaime is up next. Jaime, thanks for calling in. Yeah, no worries. I don't think I can talk Ted's story, but <laughs> I did have a, a car, a 93 Honda Accord that was stolen twice. Oh, another one um, twice. Yeah. 
The first one, we, uh, we actually, I lived in North Carolina, and we'd moved back in October of 2009, um, and I was working in a church. And Saturday night, there was a huge fog that rolled into the valley, and I was staying with my parents, and we were looking for a place to live um, in uh, West Jordan, and apparently a bunch of cars were stolen out of the neighborhood that night. So I got up to go to work the next morning, go to church, and uh, the car was just gone. Um, and uh, it was it was crazy because we had just moved back, and so our insurance thought we were trying to pull a scam, and just was a long, long ordeal. Um, and then they found it uh, like a month and a half later, just parked in the avenues, um, and everything had been stripped, and had some tools and stuff in the background that were or uh, in the trunk that had been taken. and But we got it back, and I decided to keep it as a work vehicle just to drive back and forth. Uh, didn't need a key because the ignition had been punched, oh. so I could start it with a penny or anything. So, <laughs> um, you know, we just I'm like, I'm just going to drive this thing until it dies. Uh, and then about five years later, um, it was stolen again, and it was, it was really odd because we were called and reported it stolen, uh, and it was found two days later at a LDS church, um, and somebody had just taken all the tires off of it, and they put their old tires back on it. So I, <laughs> at that point, we just got rid of the car. But yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, so you kept it the first time, thinking, "Ah, it's not my favorite car in the world, but it'll get me to and fro, and I can start with a penny. Yep. How fun!" And someone said, yep. how fun, I can start with this one penny yeah, and stole yeah, it. made it real easy for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. and so, yeah, uh, the second time, we really already had a junk tile and everything, so we just didn't, I was just like, we're done with it. So. For sure. Yeah. But, yep. Thanks, Jaime. Appreciate the, uh, the stories. Oh, crazy stories. Same there, car yeah, stolen twice. twice. Yeah. At that point, yeah. I that's why you get rid it. of it the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank you, Jaime. 855-340-ZONE. Cordell has a story for us. Hi, Cordell. Hey, Cordell. How's it going? I had a, a neighbor's car that was stolen. Um, it was actually, it was a Jaguar, one of the crossover cars. It was uh, one of the first in the state, and um, it ended up being stolen out of their garage. And uh, it was missing for about two months. Uh, it was finally, they ended up finding it, and it had only been driven two miles away from their house and parked on the side of the street had about an inch of dust on it and um with a car like that you would think that it would be noticed you know but it sat there for two months on the side of the street and nobody had uh, turned it in it only had a couple miles put on the car so wow that was was pretty interesting so someone just wanted months and it was only a mile or two from their house and they didn't find it yeah, it was in Sandy, and they ended up finding it just down at the San Juan Diego uh, school down there. Wow. And wow. Uh, it sat on the side of the street for two months, and the cops had never run it or, or anything like that. So, And no damage to it? Nothing was missing from it? No, no damage. Nothing was wrong with it. And uh, so it's kind of surprising if someone really wanted to hide your car, you're probably never going to see it again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that that was that was right out in the in the middle of the on the side of the road, right by the school. Wow. It sounds. Uh, thanks for the call, uh, Cordell. It sounds like someone just wanted to That's, drive a Jaguar for a yeah, moment. Yeah, but not that does not inspire a lot of confidence and the recovery effort to to find that car. Yeah, um, and you know, not to fully criticize uh, the police force because I've never been in that situation before. It does seem like most stolen vehicles aren't recovered. Yeah. are never returned, yeah. and when they are, they're stripped, they're damaged, you don't want them anymore. And it seems... And it's not a person, it's yeah. a thing, Yeah, and the police have persons that they're having to protect and seek, and uh, the priorities, I think, are low on a vehicle. No, I, I, I get that, but you would think if a car is just sitting there for two months... There's somebody would notice, and yes, you know, or you as the owner would at least circle the neighborhood and look for, <laughs> you know, couple places. All right, look at the high school. That's a, you know, you'd think high school kids steal cars, you know, yeah. the pranks. There's all sorts of stuff that you'd think you'd do, but you'd think that, maybe you'd drive home a different way once, yeah, or, the, or, or, and see, yeah, it's you know, you, there, but. you put up pictures around the neighborhood, missing Jag, you know, it's like roll the window down, drive yeah. around at night, Jaguar. <laughs> 
Yeah, boy. Yeah. Come you here, kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, kitty, kitty. Yeah. Oh, man. But, I'm glad it was safe. Glad there was nothing da- damaged. But now I'm really glad I have Starlink in my car in case that ever that oh, happens. Oh, look, it's just over at the uh, local yeah, convenience like, hey, store. Look, it's, yeah, two miles away. Huh, I wonder how I got there. Yeah. Now, if someone steals your vehicle yeah. and you look on Starlink and find it, yeah. don't go confront them yourself. No, 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 no. Do not do that. No do vigilante work. In the, yeah, yeah. Call the police. Call the police. They'll come say, out hey, and meet you. And, I know where the car is uh-huh. can that's you please help me solution yeah it I makes think their the, job so much easier and you know that's the stolen vehicle report i think they'll jump on i'll be happy to fill yeah. that one out yeah <laughs> i recovered it in two seconds it was right there i did great detective work a <laughs> <laughs> uh, reality show about finding vehicles was that just in our ear eric says he wants a reality show about so, something here Ooh, oh that's we, we still can't hear you here i want a reality show where it's people who just go chase down stolen cars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, dog, like, the, ba- like dog, the bounty hunter. All right. Cars. Yeah. So, so uh, not necessarily police, and but, not the people who had their car stolen, but a car bounty hunter. Stolen yes. vehicle recovery. Yeah. <laughs> this has some real possibilities. Don't you think, don't yes. you think yeah. that'd be promising? Even though it'd probably mostly be fake anyway. I'd watch it. <laughs> it'd be I'd for sure watch awesome. it. Yeah. Oh, I could just imagine. Yeah, it would be amazing. Goes after guys with bear mace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 855-340-ZONE. Phone lines are banked. Appreciate all the participation today. Let's get back out there and hear Jack's story. Hi, Jack. Hey, Jack. So uh, I got in a car wreck, and the wrecker towed my car in. And the next day, the wrecker company called me up and said, have you seen our wrecker? He says, somebody stole it after we towed your car in. What? I guess they broke into the shop and stole the keys out of the shop but it was never recovered so the wait, tow truck was they your stole car the tow still truck. on the tow truck uh no luckily oh good, good. so your car wasn't stolen this is a good one but they stole the record that towed your car wow. and it was painted uh, neon green you could see it for miles this company had neon green records but nobody ever saw it again. Wow. I like I like how they called you. Like, hey, um, so Jack, you seen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Keep keep an eye out, of course, would you? Yeah, yeah. sure. That's thank you, Jack. Thanks for the story. That's a tow truck. A tow truck. What was this Grand Theft Auto the video well, game? I've seen a lot of that. You know, tow trucks. They just have the keys, kind of like on the hook there or something by the cup holder. Or, what are you, you gonna know? do with a tow truck? Go tow things. I guess go steal more cars. Yeah, I mean, you could do with the tow truck. Yeah, make your own impound yard. I mean, you got all sorts of things. Not that we're could. giving people ideas. No, yet. no, please do not, not follow any of our. Eight five five three four zero zone. Cray, you hold tight. Jeff is up next. Hi, Jeff. Hey guys. Um, took a family to a resort in the mountains last year, and it was raining really hard. And we pulled up in front of one of those cute little Christmas time ornament shops. And we parked right in front of the store. And my wife and daughter went in to go do some shopping. My, myself, my kid, we or the other kid, we, we were sitting in the car. Well, I got up, or I went to go ask my wife something, leaving my kid in the car. And uh, while I'm in the store, I'm in, in there for just a minute, I look up and I see the car backing out. Oh, my God. No I'm way. like, oh, my gosh, my kid. <laughs> and I just assumed he, like, jumped in the front seat. And as I go running out there, I see two adults clearly in the front seat. I jump on the hood of the car. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm pounding the hood. And they gun it. No way. <laughs> and I, 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 I fall off the car, and I go running after them, and I'm screaming. And my wife comes out, Jeff, what are you doing? And I look over, and I see my car still no! parked in front of the store. Oh, that's it, it, so good. <laughs> It was an identical, same year, same model, color car. Oh, my God. And so as scary as that moment was, it was a valuable lesson. Don't leave your kid in the car even for a moment. That's a, that's <laughs> a Southwest is- Airlines commercial. Yeah. That, oh, you got to oh. sell the rights to this somehow. That's phenomenal. Oh, so I'll did, tell you did, what, it was the scariest moment in my entire life. I'm sure. <laughs> even, even though everything was perfectly fine and I looked like a jackass. <laughs> but it, yeah, but anyway. you never let go of that kid the same next time you, you, you laid that kid down yeah. to, for bed. It was never the same, was it? 
I never will leave my kid in the car. Right, exactly. So. Oh, Jeff, thanks for sharing your embarrassing moment with yeah. us because that's no, a, that's that's yeah. the best story I've ever heard. That like was, yeah. of all stories I've heard, yeah, that was probably the best call in ever. That's phenomenal. Uh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, because I can see myself doing the same thing. <laughs> I could too. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> my car. Jumping you on you walked hood. up to the wrong car before. You know, I'm oh, sure yeah. at the grocery store there's a bunch of cross tracks out there that yes. you go and you're like, huh. Why isn't my door opening? And, oh, yeah, and I'm cursing yeah, and, and swearing. And you're mad, and then you're like, I don't have light interior. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is there <laughs> why is there leopard print seat cover suddenly all, all on my interior? No, yeah. that's because I jumping on someone else's hood of their I car. I like the banging on the window. <laughs> Denting the hood. I want to hear from the people now that, that he did this to. That's, I want them to call in and be like, they're telling we the were same at the story. mountains one year, and this guy <laughs> jumped on our hood. It's just Don't go to this Christmas ornament shop. They've got... Got crazy people that jump on your car. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jeff. That oh, that was great. I'm crying. All right, eight five five three four zero zone. Cray is on the line now. Hi, Cray. Hey, how you doing? We're good. Yourself? I know that I can't. Okay, I know I can't beat that. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, I bought a, a, a green Volkswagen, real you know, one of those ugly greens, and I had a restaurant in Iowa. Hired a, a waitress, and she needed a car, so I sold the car to her. And she was going to make monthly payments to me, but all of a sudden she didn't show up oh. uh, for about four months. And so she stole my car. But we were heading down the road one day, and I looked into a, a repair shop, and I saw my car sitting there. Wow! And it was Saturday. It was Saturday, so I thought, "What am I going to do?" So I got a friend. We went over there and took it back. Oh, lost Cray there, but I think we got the, the yeah. gist there. So he he does so, this thing where he sells a car with an agreement, not paper, not money. Story to what we heard earlier: the person doesn't come back, is still steals the car. He never hears or sees Quits from the them. job. Same the same thing that happened to the previous caller, to Connie. Yeah, uh, and then finds finds out one day he's driving down the road and sees his car at a wrecker. Yeah, at a at, at, at a, a shop. shop, and then just. I think he just said just he went and it took back. it. <laughs> so that repair shop has a story. It has a stolen vehicle, too. I wonder if the person who had stolen the car and then took it in to get repaired and then reported their stolen car stolen. Yeah. yeah. There's three people who have had the same car stolen. <laughs> Man, that's great. Thanks for the call, Craig. 855 zone A couple more before we break. David is on the show. Hi, David. Hey, David. How you doing? We're good. Thanks for calling in. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You got us? Yep, I got you. Cool. I had my truck stolen, but it came back a little paraphernalia. Nothing, but it doesn't bear the comparison. My friend, his parents lived at Taylorville. Somebody stole their Suburban, returned it three days later, full tank, and a note saying we had emergency. We knew you left your keys in your car. Here's two free center court 20-row jazz tickets. Wow. Here's the bad part. While they went to the Jazz game, his in-laws, the people came back and stole everything out of their house while they were at the game. It was a scam. It was a setup. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Isn't that horrible? Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. And I I would assume that when their vehicle came back, uh, probably relatively soon, they they then, with the note and everything, they they shrugged their shoulders, didn't call the police, didn't file a report, and then... No, they... Yeah, they didn't do anything. Oh. They just went to the jazz game home. Everything, the house was gone. That's yeah. thank you, David, for calling. That is wow. That's a cautionary a tale. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if something's kind of too good to be true, it definitely, you know. Oh man, because I can see myself but, but, yeah, thinking you, the you same could, thing. You would do the same thing. I mean, just you're like, not oh, going to well. not leave your house, but it's obviously those people knew they'd be out of the house at that time. And the car just, is back. Yeah, everything's inside the car still. Yeah, here's these nice jazz tickets. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I feel glad that my car was available. Yeah, to you're them. feeling good, and then just Awful. sucker punch. Just bad yeah. people are bad, man. That's messed up. That's, That's really messed up. Eight five five three four zero zone. Albert is with us now. Hi, Albert. Hi there. This happened 30 years ago, but I worked for a manufacturer in Salt Lake. They had a decked-out work truck, and a guy pulled in, ran in to get his payroll, and someone stole the truck. Hmm. 
Well, a week later, I'm in the same type of truck going to southern Idaho. I get pulled over in Tremont, and the cops said, we got a stolen truck. Is this it? They said they had an all-points bulletin on that truck. Of course, I was in my own truck, and everything worked out fine. Well, a week later, the Ogden Police Department called the company I worked for and asked them why they hadn't come and got their work truck out of their parking lot that had been there for two weeks. And so the people that stole it took all the tools and everything out of it and then dumped it in the Ogden City Police Department parking lot. They've been putting stickers on the windshield. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like no parking. Those are some uh, brave criminals. I'm going to take my stolen property, the property I stole, to the police. (laughs) Right. That's brazen. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. What a story. And I'm glad they didn't uh, cuff you on the side of the road thinking you were the the culprit. Yeah, I got worried there for a minute. Luckily, I was legit. You had your paperwork. Thanks, Albert. Appreciate it. All right. One more before we break here for the hour. Hiram is on the line. Hi, Hiram. Morning, Hiram. Hello there, guys. How are you? Great. Yourself? So I grew up in Southern California, mm-hmm. and uh, my uh, my dad uh, had worked at a Datsun dealership way, way back when, and so he bought my mom a Datsun station wagon, and he was working clear on the, the um, west side of San Gabriel Valley, and his car got stolen out of the compound parking lot one night. And so for Christmas, he bought my mom another Dotson station wagon. Six months later, literally 40 miles away, one day we're getting off the freeway, and there's that car parked there. Just on the side of the road, the flasher's going. Somebody had uh, had something happen, and, and so my dad, knowing Dotsons and how quirky they are and some of the things that had happened, Still had the keys to that car in his pocket on his keychain. <laughs> had never taken them off. Oh. So got out, opened up the door, put the key in the ignition, realized it was just a loose battery cable. So opened up the hood, tightened it up, drove the car away. Wow. We continued driving that car as a family for three or four more years. Really? Stolen wow. for six months and returned to its family. Wow, that's incredible. That's a great story. What a story. Yeah. That's one you'll tell forever, Hiram. Thanks for sharing it with us today on Utah Car Sense. Uh, when I launched, the, when I thought of this poll question, George, I thought we'd have three, four people. Oh, I've know a friend of a cousin of a mailman that I used to know. I went to school with. Yeah, we've had twelve calls. Yeah, that are record-setting calls. I don't remember that the I'll last never time forget. we've had twelve calls in the first hour. Right. Um, there's a unreal. lot of. I have never seen this many calls. And each story better than the last. Yeah. We've other than. Some- uh, Jeff's amazing story. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that was just the best one for me. But, but we we need more. Uh, you've got uh, a chance to win some four pa- a four pack of movie passes. And no, it's not a setup. So then when you go to the movies, we'll st- rob your house. <laughs> That's not what we're doing here. Eight five five three four zero zone. If you ever had a car stolen or know of someone that has eight five five three four zero zone, that and more.